Welcome to Monsterfucker Starbucks. What can I get started for you today? Uh, what what what's available? Well, we have two new bobas in, two new boba teas. There's the Fish Monster Boba Tea Frappuccino and the Bug Monster Bareback Boba Tea. Uh, which would you say is more filling? It really depends on if you like roe. What what else have you got? Well, there's the classic Analingus Americano. That one's super easy. Um, Same. <laughs> the Ice Planet Refresher is very popular. The Werewolf Latte with Extra Knot. Uh, how many pumps does that come with? As many as you need. <laughs> well, there's just lattes if you just want that made with regular milk, almond milk, oat milk, or a wink. Uh, do you? No, we do not milk customers. <laughs> There's also the white Fappuccino and a flat white. Uh, what's that? It's a ghost with an A cup. Uh, a cup? Yeah, A cup. Okay, but I was just on TikTok and... Um, okay, one- there... I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, there is no secret menu. I know some things got really popular like the... What was it? The, I'm going to feel this in the morning or the dragon fill in the blank refresher or the pink drink i don't even know what that is so just off the menu okay so do do you have bathrooms available to the public no customer use only oh all right um well welcome to hell (laughs) (laughs) it's me brad it's me sophie and this is monster friends with benefits that Sophia really, really wanted to do this intro, and I think that I find it's going to be wildly popular. I'm, I'm seeing it already. I don't. I'm not feeling the sincerity here. I think I came up with a really great idea. Well, I think I came. Well, to this podcast with a positive attitude. Okay. <laughs> Sophia, by the way, audience, I want you to understand that this is just for the record. Today's topic, today's suggestion was me. I've been wanting to, I've been asking to cover this for weeks. Mm-hmm. Sophia has been hesitant and I was just convinced like, man, this is going to be great. This movie is going to be fun. We're going to be able to talk about it. I'm going to really enjoy it. I watched it and I really liked it. And I walked in today to the recording and I asked Sophia, oh, hey, what did you think of the the movie? And I got the like saddest, most disappointed facial <laughs> expression in return. Well, it's not my favorite movie. It's not even my favorite French extremist movie. I know we're so. going to get into this. Yeah. So I don't want to talk about it. I didn't hate it. it too so <laughs> there's that. I don't want to dig into it too deep yet. But like, listeners, I just want you to know that I'm sad on like a fundamental soul soul level. Uh, but that's okay. That's well, fine. I'm not sorry. Because no. it's my opinion. Yeah, you're... <laughs> Uh, you know, opinions are like assholes. Um, everybody needs a nibble every once in a while. That is <laughs> certainly what the... That's, that's, that's how my grandma said it. I don't know about you. <laughs> in the meantime, Sophia, yeah. sup? I did my first art stream yesterday on stream, and my eyes really hurt. I did not. Oh, no. I didn't do it right. <laughs> so, How's, if what's, you, 
What does that mean? What's wrong? What's wrong with it? Oh, I was just like too close to some of my monitors, and like they were like very emotionally, great. like personally. Yeah, and you need, you they need said that some things, and like it just you know in things got a little everyone? too hot, too close. Yeah, I know. Oh wow. Well, in front of like four people, so like it's not that that's big, everyone. but like that's a lot of people. Look, there's a lot of things that it's it's weird to do in front of four people. <laughs> that's true, but I just it was just too bright and there i didn't wear my blue light glasses so now my eyes are just kind of achy so if you see me like rubbing my eyes it's because my eyes kind of hurt yeah so listen to sophia did come into my house and immediately just ask if i could soothingly lick her eyes yeah all the way back to like feeling the muscle fibers behind it Mm -hmm. but you find cat hair back there more than i wanted (laughs) the amount i wanted is zero (laughs) i was gonna say what's the amount of cat hair you wanted to find behind an eyeball it's it's more like it's those fda regulations where there's Mm. like an allowable amount Uh uh-huh you know those get a lot of shit it's like oh well you there should be the amount of allowable bug parts in my peanut butter should be zero not this many parts per five liters by people who have no idea what industrial food production is Mm -hmm. like and who have no idea how bad things were before there were any kind of standards whatsoever. Yeah, listen, the amount of cat hair behind my eyeballs is much more like the FDA standards instead of like kosher standards. So, <laughs> yeah, the kosher standards for blessing your eyes are very complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot goes into it. And, you yeah. know, it's just mostly uh, not not cat hair, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there's zero cat hair allowable mm-hmm. at that point for it to qualifies kosher i think got weird very fast I, and it I wasn't lost, the monster fucker starbucks no, that I, made it I weird. actually really lost track of what it is we were talking about <laughs> uh, my eyes hurt yeah right 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 because of your art stream yeah. yeah yeah wow but i want to do more art stream and i'll figure out better ways to do it without hurting yeah. my poor eyes you'll learn to tense the muscles better when you cut your art off midstream <laughs> yeah for sure oh uh, i so to actually stream it i had to buy a service a mirror service to be able to mirror my ipad to my computer wow Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to i bought it because first of all it's not limited to a 20 minute amount of mirroring time Mm -hmm. and also it's supposed to remove their their watermark but it didn't let me remove the watermark so i had to stream with the fucking watermark which is stupid and i emailed them and told them that if there's no way for me to remove this watermark i will be getting a refund and going to their competitor immediately so Went out and I just bullied some tech support a little bit. Did it so work? I haven't gotten an email back, so we'll find out. Listeners, I'm going to tell you that we'll post to Twitter if this worked, and then we'll forget like every time. Oh, yeah. Listeners, by the way, if ever we say something like, hey, Brad, you should post a picture of the kitten, whether if you decided to keep it or not, and uh-huh. then we don't, you know, you're not allowed to DM us, but you are allowed. You can at us. You can at us and be like, hey, Call out post for Monster Friends with Benefits, not posting cat pics. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. Although if you phrase it as a uh, call out for at Monster Friends with Benefits, not posting pussy pics, it might be a little... Funny. It'd be really funny considering all of the porn bots that we get in our recommended oh in my the fucking God. notifications. If you... There's so many. And why does it think that we want to see all of them? It's it's it used to be way worse though. It used to be That's I would true. just be sitting at my desk or out and about, and then I would get this Twitter notification that's like, you know, come guzzling, sopping wet, pussy whores want to know, do you want to fuck my cunt? Yeah, it's just like uh, fill in the blank retweeted. You know, yeah, it was just fucking irritating. 
just big sopping quivering pussy pile tweeted i need cum right now and i just don't need that on my phone so we have been working really hard to tell twitter like not this yeah don't recommend this yeah. don't do it but we'll some will still slip through and when they slip through well, it's they, easy for them to slip through because all they're talking about is these big they're just pussies. so slick these, these, <laughs> these slippery, enormous, gaping pussies are just so all true. over Twitter. They're just completely covered yeah. in lube and they can God, get through it's like anything. I'm just it's walking incredible. down the street wow. and suddenly, before you know it, I'm fucking shoulder deep in these goddamn Twitter bots. It's And the best thing is that it does also send an email to the Monster Friends with Benefits email to let us know what our recommended are. So we are also getting porn in our email inbox. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and our email inbox is, is super lubed up from all these wet pussies, <laughs> so they, they slip right past the filters. Yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Please don't isolate any of that audio. <laughs> it's amazing what an industrial oil drum full of lubricant will do for you, oh, you know? Oh, man. You know, I... <sighs> Some friends of mine pooled together money to purchase a lube wrestling ring a few mm-hmm. years ago. And I researched really hard on, like, what good technique would be for lube wrestling. Because, like, it's got to be different, right? Because your grips have to be different. Your sure. strategy has to be different. Assuming you're going for, like, a pin pin rule set, right? That makes sense. And so I took it seriously. And, you know, I fucked up my YouTube recommendations for quite a while because I was looking up, like, I believe lube it. wrestling. And everything I got was so fucking horny. And I'm like, guys, can I get a video of people taking this seriously? <laughs> No, I think... And listeners, you may think this is a bit... It's no, not a bit. No. Really, I wanted to know Can how I to do this well. introduce you to my friend Brad, yeah. who would take this so seriously? <laughs> and I, I did eventually find enough videos where there, I found some people clearly who were being competitive. I guess this. it would really depend on the kind of lube also, because like if you're using a water-based, that will eventually like absorb into your skin a little bit, so it might get a little grip, whereas silicone-based will not... I mean, and we'll if you're covered in that forever. much of it, the True, grip is going to be minimal. Yeah. I've done jello wrestling, sure. and that's slightly different also. Uh, as long as you don't add sugar, that's the key, is you do not add the sugar mm-hmm. to that jello because gross. Yeah. Because uh, it makes it sticky then. Like the gelatin itself is already a little sticky, and then the sugar would make it stickier. I and think eventually you're just wasp wrestling. Exactly. So it, it, I think lube wrestling is better. Yeah. But I, I looked it up. I found... I found how people would have to do it. I thought I thought about what kind of grips you're going to take because you might think to look to oil wrestling. Yeah, I was going to say, is it any, at all similar to Turkish really, oil wrestling? In oil wrestling, they wear these like kind of like lederhosen, mm-hmm. like leather mm-hmm. pants, right? And the leather pants are largely what you're gripping. So if you've seen these photos of oil wrestling where people are like shoving their hands down the pants, it's because you need to grip the pants. Yeah, because normal, you know, body lock kind of grips won't work. But in oil wrestling, also, if your hands touch the ground or you know whatever, that's like you know you you it's, a, it's, a, it's like a fall, so you get points for that. But you know, presumably the the because of the nature of this ring, we'd be going for like a two shoulders held down for like a three count kind of rule set, which is different, right? Your your grips are different too. And so I looked it up, I figured it out, and I was like, I was fucking ready. I was ready for this lube wrestling. I was ready to take it way more seriously than anybody else and be like. You know, and I, I said, hey, if I take this seriously, is, is everybody else going to be unhappy? And apparently, no. Apparently, there's, you know, people appreciate, even people who are not taking it seriously would appreciate this, supposedly. And then the then there was a little thing that happened in 2020, and suddenly it wasn't possible to see people oh, anymore. that's rough. And it's been three fucking years, and it's like, God, I contributed money for this thing also, and I haven't been able to do it. So 
listeners, dear listeners, please donate so that we can open <laughs> the Lube Wrestling Federation, where we take it fucking seriously. Yeah. What kind of ring is it? Because when I did the Jello wrestling, it was a, it was just like a kiddie pool, basically. Yeah, I think I, I think this is probably like an inflatable, like yeah. you know, um, I don't know, shin height, probably. Okay, yeah. Deal. So we can get one of those and an industrial barrel full of personal lubricant. Yeah. Were you going with silicone or water base? I I think that the plan was to buy a bunch of that bulk, like powdered, like surgery lube, like the medical. Oh, stuff, oh like that probably vet, would be veterinary kind of yeah you know, the, the the stuff that they use to like i don't know impregnate horses or whatever yeah yeah um and then because you just got to mix it up with water in mass quantities all right i mean that makes sense that's my sister that's that's what i think although disposal of it might be it's water-based i mean it would just it, eventually it, you know it just dry out disperse and just, more and more yeah yeah dump it out in the lawn and you just have a very s- slippery gla- grass for a while you know the squirrels jump out of the trees and it's like you know i hope you replace that noise with uh yeah here here listeners listeners i want you to imagine a squirrel okay your favorite squirrel from your yard okay or your least favorite squirrel and imagine that the squirrel jumps out of a tree, skitters onto the sidewalk, and then walks onto the lawn, okay? And now... Oh no, it's off the lawn! Oh no, the squirrel has slipped! Oh no, funny noises that I put in there. Incredible. I wow. really hope that I did actually put like a funny slipping noise in there and not just like <laughs> the most disgusting sex noise you could imagine. <laughs> and not just more wet mouth noise. More, yeah, yeah, I love wet mouth noises. I know Nobody you do. else does. Hey, can you uh, demonstrate for us what um, perhaps... Uh, lube wrestling would sound like. Brad wins! Ding, 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 ding! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> hey, Brad. What's up? Oh, um... <laughs> so we kept the cat. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we got an episode out on time. <laughs> We did it. Three weeks hooray for our two-week release schedule. Um, I am finally getting back in the habit of editing better. Uh, my weekends have been a little bit more complicated because every other weekend I am I am seeing my, my boyfriend who lives in another city, which is complicated, but I would much rather do that than not. Mm-hmm. So I just got to figure my weeks out. I am back to exercising more regularly. I... In this. fact, you have sent me several videos of kettlebell workouts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been recording, doing some set set recordings. And this next week, I should be up to five kettlebell workouts and three jujitsu classes. The goal is eventually six kettlebell workouts a week and four jujitsu classes. Then I should be at like a good baseline. I'm on a 37-day streak of hitting my step goal, which Hell is fun. Yeah. I got two weeks in a row of getting over 100,000 steps in a week. Nice, yeah. nice. You know the body's feeling pretty good, except last week my so I my neurologist was like, well, if you wanted to try taking less of your injectable migraine medication, I take once a month. You know, she's like, well, you could just try pushing it back by a week, seeing if that makes a difference. And I did, and then I had some of the worst migraine symptoms I've had last week. Yeah, which would be that extra it did week. make a difference. It did make for a the difference. worse. Yeah. Since apparently increasing your activity level at the same time as you decrease a protective measure for yourself is a bad idea. Doesn't work that way quite. It no. really doesn't. I was fucked up for like three days from one really bad day. 
Yeah. I hate a migraine. Listeners, you may get the impression from me talking about all this fitness stuff that I'm like a fully able-bodied person. In fact, uh, I do all this exercise stuff because it just barely keeps the the creeping decay of my brain and body at bay. Yay! So if I didn't have all my medication and... um, you know, carefully eat my careful diet and get all of my exercise, I would be a shriveled little mess about as, yeah, I mean, I'm already like a bitter withered old hag, like emotionally. Mm -hmm. I would just also (laughs) feel more like that physically. And that's not to say, by the way, that people who have those feelings and such all the time, there's any, I mean, that's, it is what it is. It's part of the wonderful variety of, of, you know, human beings and all these things should be accommodated. I, unfortunately, am just not in a place where any of that would be for me. And so I got to do what I can to try to stay as as on top of stuff as possible. It'd be really cool if like all of the things that I needed to feel good were more accommodated, but I also don't live in that situation. So such is life. Well, you also Sadly, have to keep up the conditioning for my lube wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going. And so you yeah. can be the, the champion, the yeah. lube champion. There should be a better joke there. Yeah. Listeners. If you donate $50,000 a month to the podcast, <laughs> then I'll record my lube wrestling. <laughs> one year one year of fifty thousand dollar a month donations and i will re- we'll figure it sophia out we'll make and it happen. I, sophia and i will lube wrestle to determine the winner of the podcast <laughs> brad will win unfortunately but I, but but maybe maybe there's I, there's a chance i could be a heel there just, is a chance absolutely uh, i'll bring out the steel chair <laughs> yeah sophia, sophia could, could throw sand in my eyes <laughs> basically Get a sledgehammer. You Get know. some of that cat hair. Pull that cat hair out from behind her eyes and throw it into mine. <laughs> oh, God. So for the for the low- <laughs> you just instead of like just throwing it at you, you just stand back horrified <laughs> and run away. You're like, oh God, I don't never mind. So for the low, low price of what is that, six hundred thousand dollars paid in, in twelve <laughs> installments, uh, you can see Sophia and I do wrestle. Yeah, it'll yep. be if you actually, that's pretty affordable. I think so. Yeah. Listen, I just want to be clear of all of the people who, who could afford this. Hey, Brock Lesnar, you to propose this, you also <laughs> have to pay the fee to DMS anyway. Yeah, that's true. It's, so uh, that that's is not included. $650. Yeah. So not included. <laughs> but you know, if you wanna, sure. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, and um, if you if you double it. Uh, I will dress up as the Just Bleed guy from uh, UFC 1. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about, Sophia? No. I'm going to take a sec. This is not an eight-minute kettlebell juggling video. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show Great. you, and then we'll move on. <laughs> Brad has shown me the Just Bleed guy. It is a very enthusiastic man watching a UFC fight. He has UFC painted on his forehead and the words, Just Bleed, painted on his chest. Sorry, this was from UFC 15. My apologies. Incredible. All right. But yeah, just so for $1.2 million, we will, in 12 installments, we will lube wrestle while I'm dressed up as the Just Bleed guy. Who who are you going to be dressed up as, Sophia? Um, I could, you know, I could probably pull off a Charlotte Flair. Sure. All. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, it'd be great. Great. I'm glad we had this That's it. Solved. <laughs> okay. Solved. That's cool. the end of the pot. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would, of course, because we would be... You know, we have our, our, our wages for the year covered. Mm-hmm. We would be able to put out our the podcast more frequently as well. That's so true. Right? Yeah. That is so true. We'd be able to wrestle and do the podcast. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> I think this is a viable business yeah, wow. plan. I think this is, yeah, this is, Are this you taking is a, notes, Brad? Absolutely. Or? <laughs> wow. 
All right, so Sophia. Yeah. We don't have any questions. We don't have any questions. Listeners, send in questions. We love you so much and yeah. we miss you. We haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Are you eating right? I worry about you. Yeah, listeners, yeah. we know we are we are getting our social media stuff back on, on track. We have some some fantastic little clips that we will be putting out eventually, you know, as we get our posting schedule back, all this stuff. It'll be normal again. It'll be great. Fantastic. Lovely. Wonderful. And in the meantime, you can also help by just sending questions. Just, you know, what are you wondering about? Do you want to know, is it is it appropriate to, you know, ask your werewolf boyfriend to trim? Hmm? Sophia, answer that one. Oh. Here, 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 here. Let me, um, give me, give me a name. Give me a name. Franklin. Franklin. <clears throat> Hi, Brad and Sophia. It's me, Franklin. I've been your devoted listener for seven years. I... I was just my my boyfriend is a werewolf. He even when he's he's in human form, he's fairly hirsute. I love him, of course, and I love his body and feeling his 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 warmth and his gentle gentle fuzzy body against mine. I love him so much, but there are some practical considerations. I I asked him if he could trim, not shave, just trim. And he said that that was insensitive to his being a werewolf, that that was in, inimical, in, 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 I don't, I'm sorry. It was part of him. And I was being rude by asking him to trim. For me, this is a logistical concern. If somebody were, you know, short or tall or ran warm or cold, you would make adjustments for this. I think this is a reasonable adjustment for, for me to ask. Am I being rude? Am I being insensitive? What do you think? Thanks. Werewolf lover in Wrigleyville. I didn't know Kermit lived in Wrigleyville. P.S. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like that you just started just with a specific voice. just, And then it it morphed into Kermit, man. It just, it got there. That was not nasal enough for Kermit. That it was, was getting that voice was Okay, living. do Kermit right now. Well, well hi. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't do Kermit well, actually, so that's, like, why that's not a good Kermit voice. Uh, anyway, I mean, I don't think in general it really is, but clearly your boyfriend doesn't appreciate it. As a as a mammal myself who does grow hair, I have occasionally taken into consideration the opinions of partners on various body hairs. Just, you know, if they, they like various stages, usually the answer is, I don't care. Uh, but sometimes they're, they have different answers, and it is worth considering, especially if they are coming in contact with these things, to, you know, take into consideration maybe not do exactly what it is that they're looking for if it's too labor intensive but it's worth considering but clearly your your boyfriend has a the way he that he wants to be growing his hair and that's that's kind of the final word i don't i don't think franklin was out of line to bring it up that's my opinion but but he might be out of line to press the issue yeah i think you have your answer the answer mm-hmm. was no and that's that's it yeah. So like, let this be instructive to our other listeners. But like, I mean, think about it this way. You know, Franklin, if we'd said that you were in the right, and your boyfriend still disagreed, would that make a difference? There's that. Yeah. You know, that said, boyfriend, consider that 
I mean, it really mattered. I think to me, really, the issue is like what these practical practical considerations are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If this is something that is causing you like physical discomfort or or some sort of disruption to you, are there any other workarounds to this? Body hair can be chafing on a partner. Yeah, I- and if if there, if there are workarounds, utilize those because you know most of the time you're not going to be interacting with his body hair in whatever way is problematic, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know your boyfriend has to deal with all those other, you know, like, you know, 23 hours and 30 minutes in the day or whatever. I don't want to be presumptuous. Fine. The other 18 hours a day, you know, maybe you <laughs> lead a very busy life. But, you know, he's he's got to deal with this the rest of the time. And he's got to look at his body and feel happy with it and good about it. So, you know, consider are there any other workarounds? But also, I would say boyfriend, you know, werewolf boyfriend, consider that, you know, Franklin is asking this because... You know, he wants to be with you and he wants to be able to be, you know, more comfortable and happy. So I think both of you might want to consider what the practical situation could be here. What could be remedied to to, to fix this? And if it turns out that it's it's all or nothing, well, then maybe you just take whatever it is that's causing you the trouble off the table and you, you know, you yeah. shift your focus a little bit. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've known uh, people who have gotten like chafing kind of burns from facial hair during during oral like mm-hmm. that's that's a real thing yeah like that yeah beards can cause this and have to figure out maybe a different way of grooming or how this works then mm-hmm. uh, so there might be some ways of repositioning or if there is a way to groom but not remove mm-hmm. you know just to find a different way of doing it but it, wear a bib a true there's always always bibs or a dicky. And then it's funny. That's the sex dicky. I guess there is some like the- boxer briefs. I I'm really upset that I just put that as a product category into existence. Sorry. Mm. Did we get a clean take of it? Or <laughs> I don't think there's a clean anything with that. No, frankly. no. But anyway, did we? Did we? I think we answered okay. it. Is that like the answer is no? But also, you know, boyfriend maybe it's. Can, talk to your partner and see in the middle yeah find some find find a compromise that leaves werewolf boyfriend you happy with your body and franklin you comfortable during your intimacy yeah if i guess uh one thing that didn't really i don't know if it came up in the question there was whether this was for comfort reasons or if it was for aesthetic reasons i think it was practical okay that that, that was the impression that i got as i spoke this question to be <laughs> as <laughs> Kermit shoved his hand up your ass. Right. And anyway, yeah, that'd be a pretty easy hand to take up your ass. These are pretty, <laughs> you know, that's a ri- you know yeah. that uh, pretty simple fisting, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> felt, felt, felt <laughs> brings new meaning to the words "felt up." <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, Sophia. Any other questions for this for this episode? No, no. <laughs> I used all of my brain on the felt up joke. Okay. I, I have one more thing to add, and that is any of you listen, I forget if I brought this up before, any of you other you listeners who are familiar with the H.P. Lovecraft story, The Case of Charles Dexter Ward, it's one of those stories where Lovecraft, for whatever reason, was grappling with the idea of, you know, the, the sins of the forefathers and having to deal with you know, the the consequences of your ancestors' actions, a thing that somehow didn't translate to, like, an increased awareness of, like, racial injustice for him. Fine. Whatever. Point is, 
the main the, the the focus of the story, Charles Dexter Ward found a way to bring his ancient relative back to life, who then murdered him and took his place. Like like you do, I guess. All right. But this this ancestor's name was Joseph Kerwin. I first when I heard this heard heard the story, uh, there was, it was also featured in an episode of the HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast, which I guess I'll put in the notes as well. But they one of the first things they did was they covered all the works of HP Lovecraft, and they talked about the story. And every time they said Joseph Kerwin, I heard Kermit. And so oh, I, I was imagining this ancient malevolent wizard as in like a Muppet movie sense where like it's just a bunch of regular people and then Kermit the Frog. Yeah. So next, so listeners, t- pause the podcast, go read The Case of Charles Dexter Ward. And every time Joseph Kerwin is in there, imagine Kermit. And then go ahead Open up Twitter at Monster FWB <laughs> and tell me, Sophie, remind me to make this evil wizard Kermit in Pixar. <laughs> and I will do it. <laughs> Brad currently is pulling up the plot summary, I assume, for our uh, main topic, which is Titan. Uh, however, typing into the search bar, it just stayed tit. For a while, and I assume that is because the official position of the podcast is titty nice. I want to point out though that as horny of a person as I am, yeah, what does tit bring up? If it I it, up, it, it bring it does not bring up any. It brings up the following: Titan, Titan, open subtitles, Titanic, Title Forty Two, Titleist, and Titans. Which incredible? Yeah, there's nothing horny in there whatsoever, because. Listeners, I am an incredibly chaste person, by which I mean pursued by people trying to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyway. That is a good clip. Thanks. So, you know, we we have been without a lot of interstitials because uh, we've been tired. And I'm tired right now. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to have to let my face relax and it's going to look like I'm very, very sad. Um, Three, two, one. All right, so on to topic. We watched the 2021, and this is the Wikipedia description, French body horror psychological drama film, Titan. Titan? Fuck I was me. saying Titan. Here, let's find out. Oh, Titan. Because it's French. Titan. Titan? I can't. So, Sophia, you heard it. Titan. Sure. Like uh, Settlers of Titan. They just call that Catan now. <laughs> they got rid of the Settlers part, by the way. Apparently that was problematic. Well. Yeah. So we watched it. And I would like to point out that this movie does star... Gr- oh, fuck, you got these French names. I, by the way, not no offense to Gourance? French people. Um, I'm bad okay. at pronouncing your language. I'm very sorry. I'm uh, going to make a guess. Garance Marlier. Yeah. Who in this character or in this film plays a character named. Alexia? 
Oh. Justine. Justine. And who also played a character named Justine yeah. in a little film I like to call, because that's the title of the film, Raw. Raw. Yeah. And apparently, word of God, not the same Justine. Not the same Justine. But could be. Cinematic sure. universe. I hope not. I hope She deserves not. better than that. Yeah. So before we get into the, the plot of the movie and talking about it, I want to know, Sophia, why didn't you like this movie? I don't know. I, I mean, it didn't. It seemed to meander a bit for me, and it seemed. It's just not as a tight storytelling as I am really into in my movies like it wasn't a bad movie i didn't like wander off watching it i watched the whole thing in one sitting it just wasn't i probably wouldn't watch it again honestly wow it just wasn't as interesting wow as raw was for me wow maybe that's because i prefer cannibalism to cars please don't no you're gonna clip that aren't you carnivalism carnivalism Mm, that sounds like that actually sounds like cannibalism specifically at a carnival which is normal cannibalism. Or it's cannibalism in the Cars universe, the Pixar Cars universe. Yeah. Hey, do you think Mater is a carnival? You haven't seen those. According to you, you haven't seen those films. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Not and yet even the last time this came life. up, you made really uncomfortable sexual remarks. <laughs> about Mater specifically. About, because about it the is... character played by Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, because it is the only character whose name I can remember. Wait, no. Lightning Queen. But he wouldn't be a carnivalist. Mater would be a cannibal. Would it just be a carnival? Car- no, because it is also a philosophy. It's a, <laughs> it's a way of life. <laughs> By the way, I want one thing, listeners. I just fun Brad fact. I find it really insufferable when people who are like into into something or living their life some kind of way call it the lifestyle. Because you know what, <laughs> everybody does that. Nudists do this. Swingers do this. Polyamorous people do this. Vegetarians do this. Fucking the the the, the gamers. Gamers do everything. It's the lifestyle. The lifestyle. You know, I had to break up with my significant other because, like, he just wasn't into the lifestyle. You know, uh, he was like ashamed of it. And I think, like, I want to be able to talk about the lifestyle, like, at work, because like, there's nothing wrong with the lifestyle. Listeners, I wish I could go to freesound.org and come up with the perfect sound for a big fucking jerk-off hand gesture. But if I searched for it, it would just be sex audio that makes me uncomfortable when it comes up in my searches. Really what you're looking for is a slurp, slurp, slurp. Yeah, but like... I thought mine was pretty good. Yeah, but Sophia, people really post like... there's No, I understand. So I would have to decide... Is this cartoonish enough or is this too realistic? Now, see, what would be really funny is if you um, inserted the... One of those jello sounds? The squirrel slipping noise. <laughs> if you're Listeners, ma- I'm about to jerk off on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> when you masturbate, if it doesn't sound like this, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> We get a few more of these and we can let you find stupid sounds. Anyway, <laughs> I like this movie. Yeah. Like, I like this movie a lot, actually. What I, makes I liked you like it. this movie? Uh, number one, I was very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is difficult. I still have a, I don't, I'm not. I'm not uncomfortable easily. So this movie made me very uncomfortable. I did think it was kind of funny how the main character just couldn't stop killing people, but... 
I also thought that she started the movie like a really fucked up, like pretty irredeemable person. Mm -hmm. This sad, lonely man, like broke through to get her to care about other people. Yeah, he made it like his personal journey to break through to this person. This and one like, person. she really, really resisted any of that. Mm -hmm. And eventually she just got won over. Yeah. To be loved is to be changed. Yeah. So well, let, let, let's start talking about it. But I, I did. I did like this movie. I did take notes. I also took notes. Okay, great. I'm so glad. I love it when we both when we watch separately and take notes and then we compare notes. It's I, good. It's yeah. It's very fun. The movie the movie starts with uh, a big well actually the movie starts with uh, a little child in the car giving her dad the, a Kubrick stare. Yeah. Yeah. The father yells to put your seatbelt on, which unfortunately distracts him and there's a car crash. To a car car yeah. crash. Uh, and the child is injured and has to have a titanium plate put on her skull. She gets a neat scar out of it. It's true. As she, when she exits the hospital from having been treated, she goes out to the family car and pets it like a horse and gives it a kiss. And I, uh, I thought it was kind of cute. It was also, very cute. Yeah. Ignoring her parents completely. Yeah. Who look to her like, "Do you need? Do you need something, hon?" No, and she beelined to go get right that to the car. car you know so we see her at a motor show mm -hmm. with a big scar same scar it's how we know it's her big scar yeah. on the side of her head i expected her to be part of this car show like have a car or something she is not she is just gyrating and dancing and she's, being a showgirl at this yeah she's just like a popular local go-go dancer and she goes to car shows and I was glad to see there was good security at this car show. That's true. Like someone puts a single hand on her and a bouncer's there immediately. Was somebody else. Was it? Somebody else. Somebody else got touched and yelled, you know, hands off creep. And but, security is there seconds. Yeah. Which fantastic. Look with your eyes, not your hands. Yeah. They're protecting both the cars and the girls, which is great. I wrote the extended sexy car dance sequence. Boy, it really does go on, huh? Because boy, does that sexy car dance sequence really go on. It does. It's, uh, she's doing a sexy car dance. Like she has booty shorts and like fishnets on. Mild twerking. Well, she's, yeah, she is twerking. She is feeling herself up and it's great. It's, I mean, it's good go-go dancing and she's doing this on the hood of a car, mm -hmm. basically. And it's great. I mean, she's a good dancer. So. I will say from personal experience though, the really wide fishnet like that because mm -hmm. you you wear it under the shorts and often under underwear just so things fit it doesn't feel great no especially and i'm just i was just thinking like what a professional that she's dancing like this and just spreading and shifting her cheeks and body all around with this fishnet surely digging in uncomfortable yeah and, and that's professionalism and i'm not i'm not being sarcastic yeah i, I mean and certainly with the amount of clothes she was wearing very little and the move she is doing you can guaranteed she is glued into it also absolutely she, like there's a, such a thing called butt glue like i mean i, I have sock glue yeah uh, same same idea to make sure that you are not indecently exposed and as she is like around this car show i think maybe as she's like leaving the floor uh she has stopped a few times for autographs she's clearly very popular yeah, she's, she's a known, known quantity yeah yeah, yeah I, I would assume that like 
if this takes place in modern age, that she would have like an Instagram that Something is like specifically that. about hers. Yeah. Uh, so people recognize her and want her signature even more than like owners of car yeah. or race people. Enough that she was mildly annoyed by this. Yeah. Cut to the showers, mm-hmm. which I guess I haven't been in this exact situation. Big open showers. Maybe this is a French thing. I mean, it was kind of like a locker room. Sure. Most locker rooms I know, those those showers are very close. I don't know. Maybe it's just when I've been around men in locker rooms, they're typically not quite so jovial, but there was, I put nipple plus hair equals meat cute. Yeah. It's pretty, I thought that was, that was pretty cute. Yeah. Her, her hair gets stuck in another girl's nipple ring. A girl who was like, she she was trying to be friendly to Alexia and Alexia was sort of ignoring her Mm -hmm. until Alexia like bent over and her hair got caught in Justine's nipple piercing. This is the same person. This is the the raw actor in, in her nipple piercing. And then they were kind of talking to, you know, oh, did, you know, did, did it hurt? You know, kind of whatever questions, just a cute conversation. I mean, it's typical, like, water cooler conversation. They just happen to both be completely nude. Yeah. But in a very non-sexual way. Yeah. And here's the thing that I did like about the movie going through it is how sexuality is, like, turned on and off. Where, oh yeah! Like so, her dancing, her being dressed, her being dressed very sexy, and she is performing hypersexuality. And then she's in the shower, and it's not sexual anymore, mm-hmm. even though she's gotten caught, her hair caught in. I mean, a they girl's were. I thought ring. they were kind of flirty talking, like they friendly were flir- flirty but they talking. Were, it wasn't, sexual. but not sexual. Yeah, that's the thing. It was. It was Which is interesting, right? It was trying to be friendly with her, with her her new coworker. Sure. And then later in the film, she's nude a lot, and it is. Yeah. It has absolutely no, nothing to no, do no, with no, sexuality. No, no. Yeah. It, it's out the fucking window and it is the other. Uh, so I just thought that was kind of interesting that the only time that she is like really performing sexuality and being, you know, sexy is when she is clothed. Yeah. When all of her parts are covered. The, the, they have that. The hair gets yanked out. I thought that was pretty funny. She she leaves the floor mm-hmm. and is followed by some dude. She does that little fast run where you don't want to look like you're running at first, but you're clearly trying to speed up. And he he also speeds up right behind her. She gets in her car, tries to start the car. He's could I could I get an can I get an autograph? I would have just I mean, I don't know why I, I was off. thinking yeah. like, yeah, just drive. Just drive off. Like don't she doesn't. She opens the window. He says, Oh, I'm such a big and he slowly wedges his way and escalates like oh i just want an autograph oh i just want this just want that i think i'm in love with you can you give me can you give me give me a kiss you know in the french yeah sort of the unbees or whatever the fuck it is he seems just gross yeah he goes in to force a kiss on her and my note my note was gross dude and then hyphen oh because what what does she do sophia well, first of all, the note I have slightly before that oh. is that um, there's a thing that keeps cropping up now. I think it showed up in Raw and it showed up in other uh, movies of this sort with a female protagonist who is violent is this uh, glaring kiss where it, they're being kissed, usually non-consensually, and their eyes are open and they just are glaring rage. And like whenever you see that, you know someone's going to fucking die about it. And he does. She pulls the hair stick out of her bun and stabs him 
And she is more grossed out that he is like getting spittle on yeah, her. Yeah, he's like foaming at the mouth. I think she stabbed him in the neck. So, of course, there's, you know. Oh, I thought it was the ear. Was the ear? The ear. Well, he's... I know it was the ear because the sound went muffled. Oh, that's this right. Happened, that's right. That's the right. ear in, in another scene in this movie as well. The sound went muffled. The, 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 the soundtrack, everything was just a little muffled. Yeah, which is pretty clever. Yeah, I like it. But he's, he's foaming at the mouth. And Convulsing. She, and she's more grossed out by g- getting his spittle on her than his actual death. Mm-hmm. Or even more grossed out than the kiss, honestly. But I really like that that has become kind of a thing with uh, female protagonists who are dangerous, is that that shot happens a lot, is them being forced into a kiss and the intense glare. It's... it's, You you know what it is, though? What? It's the dramatic version of the makeout scene at the beginning of But I'm a Cheerleader. Yeah, it is. It's a lot like that. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, because it, it... being kissed and your eyes being open already indicates something is wrong. Okay, you know, so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When I was in high school. In filmmaking. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. When I was in high story. school, I had somebody I was interested in who I, I wanted to kiss. And we kissed a few times. And then she told me that it was weird that I had my eyes open while we were kissing. Mm-hmm. And she said... You know, my mom told me that you can't trust people who keep their eyes open when they're kissing. So I just started closing my eyes when I was kissing because apparently it weirded people out. And I just want to know, what's wrong about keeping your eyes open when you're kissing? It's weird. Why? Well, what are you looking? You can't see anything. I can see the person I'm making out with. You're much too close to actually make out any details. And close your eyes. Be in the moment. Is I am in the the moment by looking at the person I'm kissing. I no. I would not fully present. I would not. No, it's fully present and anatomically correct in that moment. I feel as if you are in a tiny, tiny minority with that. Most people would agree. Eyes open during kissing, incorrect. Unless it is like a peck. Uh, if you are like fully going for it, but in the symbolism of movie <sighs> yes, 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 is very much eyes open during a kiss, something is wrong. And so the difference in, but I'm a cheerleader is uncomfortable. Doesn't want to be here. Don't want to. And then in, in these movies and horror movies, it's, ah, this person is in danger or a murder a coming and then a murder a come. It's, I, I like it. I like it. As a... She exits the car. Uh-huh. Presumably, I don't know, deal with the body somehow, notices that spittle on her and immediately goes to shower. Yeah. Showers. Here's a, like a thumping. Like a, like it's like the scene in Jurassic Park with the, with the, the T-Rex. Yeah, where they have the, Everything is the, vibrating just like. <laughs> but like physically, you see like the door rattling. Mm-hmm. In every part of this scene, she's soaking wet. Like, not just as she leaves the... It's like she just left the shower in every single shot we see her. So she she just exits the locker room, Mm -hmm. wet, naked, directly under the show floor, and there's a car. It's this flame-covered car. Was this the one she was dancing on before? I think it was the one she was dancing on. Ladies and gentlemen. She fucks that car. She fucks that car. She gets inside the car, and it starts bouncing. And I, I, I made a note that I really liked how they did do that to show that the car was uh, engaging in sexual oh, yeah. intercourse. Because, like, the hydraulics are going wild, and the, it's straight down the camera, so the uh, uh, the headlights are, like, changing the, the lighting enough that it, like, is almost flashing. 
I really thought we weren't going to see inside this car at all. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a total mystery to us. This was not a total mystery to us. Yeah, it it we do go inside and see she has her her arms wrapped. She's in the back seat with her legs open and she has her arms wrapped in the uh the seat belts. Yeah. Uh you can't see what's penetrating her, but presumably something is. I I assume it's the the gear shift. I mean, yeah, probably. That seems reasonable. But also, that's another instance of the sexuality not uh, being sex. She is having sex currently, actively having sex. It's not very sexy. I didn't think this was very, it was, no. It, it wasn't pornographic in that it's supposed to be titillating. She is, it's supposed to be. She's having a good time. Yeah. It, it, but it's supposed to be uncomfortable and like. Intense. Yeah. The intensity is effectively communicated. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be sexy. I don't think it's intended to turn you on. Yeah. Which I, I also like that um, in her own sexuality, it's not as sexy. Yeah. She wakes up in bed and we see that she is bruised. Mm-hmm. Deeply, deeply bruised all over her. We see bruises on her butt and her legs. And then we the camera kind of shifts a little bit. And we see that like right around her, like her, her inner vulva, thigh. Like, her inner, there, like yeah. she is very very bruised yeah presumably from the car she fucked yeah that's that's yeah i would assume yeah one assumes that she's bruised up from fucking this car it'll happen yeah you know what this is one of the rare examples i've seen of somebody bottoming for a car yeah one would assume yeah go downstairs living at home she's like 30 something 32 Mm -hmm. right we see the movie living at home fine Thanks to the news, we see that there's been a series of murders <laughs> that we have now connected to her. Uh-huh. So this is not the first person she's killed. She's a serial killer. She's a serial killer. She just can't stop killing people. She just loves to do it, and she keeps doing it. She is kind of uncomfortable. Her mother says, oh, let your father check you out. So her dad, like, palpates her abdomen. Presumably he is a doctor. A lot of people are just constantly inspecting this woman in this film. Yeah. There's a lot of people just going, oh, just let this person look at you. That happened a lot in Raw, too. You really, like, there's yeah. really, like, limited agency over your body and, like, who has, deciding who has access to it. Yeah. I wonder if that's... Part of it? A theme in the films. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Nothing comes of that. Fine. We... So the, the, the summary here says that this is, that she attends a house party. But I think the first time you see her with this woman again, they're just on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Making out. So this is the same woman from before, from yeah. the, the shower. Person just met in the shower. They're making out. She starts kissing up on, this, on Justine's breasts. Wow. I was, the way I was going to phrase it was sucking on damn titties. Well, she gets there. And, and then Justine goes, stop. Justine goes, is this your first time with a girl? You know, you can go lower than that. I said out loud, I was watching this as I was cleaning my kitchen and I stopped and I went, let the girl appreciate them titties. <laughs> and I put in my notes, clank and yank. Oh my God. Because we start hearing the sound of her teeth on these nipple piercing, on this nipple piercing. She starts pulling and biting, and Justine looks kind of uncomfortable as the biting and the pulling continues and intensifies until Alexia is yanking, and yeah. Justine pulls away, reasonably. 
Yeah. Doesn't seem totally out of the, the, the whole situation, which I might be. I probably would have been out of that if someone was going a little that hard too, yeah mm. i was worried for the structural integrity of her nipple at that point true she says let's go back to the party or, let's go back well, that's a good thing mm-hmm. right that's what she says let's go back alexia runs off not feeling so good she vomits reaches down is that where she first notices the oily discharge yeah black oily substance is not supposed to come out of your vagina right no not usually no i'm gonna not say typically? that most most discharge healthy discharge is going to be you know somewhere from clear to kind of cloudy white anything beyond that if it gets yellow or green is iffy you need to go see someone about it usually it's fairly thin also once it gets thicker you also need to see a doctor red is probably fine depending on where you are on your cycle and out of cycle spotting is not unusual. So, no, usually it's not motor oil. No, okay. She. <laughs> Aren't you glad I did a quick sex ed? Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Useful. Goes back to the house and takes a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, she Here is we are, pregnant. Pregnant. And she pulls out her her hairpin that she murders people with. And I also saw her doing this knew what she was doing and said, honey, that is not long nor thin enough. She attempts to abort there on the spot. I Understandably, I get the panic. And also that she knows that the only person she's aware of who her partners have been. And one of them was a car. So maybe. Given that the, she's discharging. Motor oil. oil yeah. yeah. Perhaps I, I understand why this would be her instinct. However incorrect tool i really don't think it works like that it really I mean, you can cause enough trauma to your body that things will spontaneously happen True, but at that point but at that point you could of... be really injuring yourself yeah i mean the uh, the vaginal canal is very delicate and like if jabbing a sharp metal spike in there Mm-mm, no bad time it's really bad for you uh you will definitely get infected if you don't bleed out first doesn't seem to work out for her no she goes she... back out starts talking to justine who seems really excited for her. Yeah, which I I also understand that, that if you're in your 30s, it's not unusual for a woman to become pregnant and to have a child. Yeah. So maybe she's just like... Good for you. That's... Uh, okay. If, if, if you are intending to follow through on your pregnancy, then, you know... Fantastic. Children are is, a blessing. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's fine. Weird that Justine didn't ask first, but that's... I'm excusing her a little bit. It seems to turn her on, though. Also, she just starts making out with her right away. Uh huh. Maybe not the follow up I would think would have. It seems like big news. You'd want some like emotional space for that process. Go home, you know, sleep on it, deal with it in the morning kind of thing. So what what does Alexia do when she's kind of out of ideas? She just starts murdering. She just starts murdering. She stabs Justine. There's um, a bit of a struggle she misses first, hits her right in the face. Yeah, it goes poorly for a second. And then a guy comes downstairs and tells someone else to call the police. Uh, Lexi has to attack him. She kills him with, with a stool. With a stool. And a completely then sits. In- I want to be I want to be clear. Oh. She doesn't break the stool and stab him. No, she shoves the the leg of this chair in this man's mouth. And then, like, seems like it breaks his neck. Yeah, and sits on it sits with enough have, force to crush him. I have sitting yeah. in my notes. So, which is a creative, you know, I don't think I've actually seen that in a horror movie before. 
It's very similar to a kill in Leprechaun, where the Leprechaun uses a pogo stick to murder a pawnbroker. Oh, I cannot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Similar. Also, boy, what a sentence you just said out loud. Boy, what a thing to have been committed to film. Wow. Anyway. She chases down the people at this party one by one and murders them, including this very nice man whose name is Jupi. Yeah. He just goes by Jupi. And she... So she tries to open the door after the uh, the woman who had been told to call the police. Yeah. And the Jupy is behind her and he says, hi. And she just is exhausted. And she's like, how many of you are there? And he, so he lists off a few and she goes in for a big hug and he immediately reciprocates. and He's like, are you OK? And she just says, I'm tired. And then stabs him with a fire fire poker. Yeah. But like he was right there. He was ready to give her some moral support, yeah. whatever it is. He offered okay. to let her sleep in his bed. I, yeah. don't think he, I don't think he was taking a pass at her. He was just like, you seem tired. No, you seem tired and a little worn out, kind of stressed. Do you want to you wanna lay down? You want to? And then he dies. Poor guy. He was just doing his best. He was being polite, you know? Unfortunately, the last person at this party gets away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bad news for a girl here. Yeah. Time to vanish into the night. She goes home, sees her dad. Just sort of wordlessly, you, you get the impression that a lot of their interactions are wordless, sad glances. Uh huh. She goes to burn the shirt that she got from Justine. That has evidence on it, of course. Of course, I wrote in my notes: never burn evidence where you store your solvents. So true. She sets it on fire, and then it, it just keeps catching on fire. Things just keep catching on fire. So she goes upstairs, opens her parents' room. And locks them in after sharing a brief glance with her father. I wrote fire code. I wrote self-made orphan. (laughs) So, and then she tries to vanish into the night after killing a bunch of people, including her parents. And now she's on the lam. Sees a a wanted poster for herself. Mm -hmm. But also sees a picture for a boy who had gone missing. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. And the we digitally... saw his picture on the news also earlier uh, in the day. Yeah. And next to it is a digitally aged up. This is what he would look like at 25 now. She thinks, she looks at it and she's like, all right, I have an idea. And it is, listener, it is a buck wild idea. It's a terrible plan, it's honestly. It's so, it's crazy. She goes into the bathroom and she cuts off all of her hair. She shaves off her eyebrows. She shaves off her eyebrows. She breaks her own nose. I had to actually look away from this part. I was just like, I don't want to. I don't need to see that. that it went nose. on for a while. Yeah. She a tried pr- to punch herself in the face to break her nose and that didn't work. And then she took the sink on face first as hard as that she could. That also took a few tries. Yeah. And I turned away for that because I'm like, I don't, actually need to, I don't need to see that with my own eyes. Yeah. A lot of car sex, fine. The rest of this, fine. The nose breaking. No, thank you. And then she goes to the police and says she is this missing boy. Gives herself a haircut too. Yeah, I said she cuts her but hair. But she gets she, gets, she she gives like she gives herself the like like Yolandi Visser like uh huh ultra mini micro bangs. And she she bands down her breasts and not her, even with an ace bandage, but no. with that like self adhesive like veterinary wrap. Ooh, and her belly, her, her pregnant belly, her pregnant yeah. belly. And then she goes to the police and says, "I am this missing boy. I am Adrian who went missing ten years ago." And they're like, "Okay." Great, we'll call your dad, I guess. So they do. They call Adrian's dad. Who's, his name is Vincent. He is a fire captain. And he shows up. and Which, by the way, folks, means that he is the captain of a series of firefighters. He's not the captain of the concept of fire. 
in case you were confused and hadn't seen the film, I just wanted to make sure you were Or were unfamiliar with the concept of, of fire, fire captain and fire Well, I think, uh, Sophia, I think our audience is familiar with the concept of fire. You don't need to condescend to them. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. Anyway. <laughs> Sophia, you've been running your mouth for too long. This Saturday, in my backyard, in the new wrestling ring, I'm going to take you on, and I'm going to take you down. You've been walking around high and mighty, talking about, I'm the best. I've defeated everyone. Everybody falls before the mighty Sophia. But you know what, Sophia? This Saturday, my backyard, I'm taking you down. $1.2 million, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Go on. So this fire captain, Vincent. Spider captain? Yep. Spider captain. <laughs> Vincent comes in. <laughs> says, I don't need a DNA test. I don't need a DNA the test. The police are I... clearly like, this is really odd. Do you want us to We can look make into this? sure. Like and he's like, No, Do you think I know I my don't son. don't know my own son. And they're they look at him and they're like, you can see them clearly thinking, Yes? <laughs> it's been ten years? What? Fine. And so he takes Alexia home as Adrian. Yep. In the car, she clearly looks uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She's not speaking. He says, are you okay? Is everything all right? I, I-, I love you. I'm so gl- glad to see you. She starts like kind of turning and fiddling with the doorknob, you know, or mm-hmm. to-, to get out of the car, the door handle. He says, you don't have to go anywhere. It's it's okay. I've, I've missed you terribly. And I think he... Or she 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 opens the door. She does eventually and starts to run. And Vincent immediately gets out, chases behind, grabs her by the the back of the the sweatshirt, and says, "If anybody tries to hurt you, I will kill them. Even me. If I try to hurt you, I will kill myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to hurt you." It says this to a young woman who is on the lamb and never had a good relationship with her father. And she figures well for now. Yeah, sure. We'll see how this goes. I'll be safe enough and he'll feed me is what she's... For every moment that she's with this man, by the way, I I just kept thinking, please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. He (laughs) seems so sad. He seems so sad. Vincent is so sad. He has missed his son for so long. He is... He is so willing to accept this. He is so powerless. So he's he's felt so. This is the first time he's had a chance to do something that felt like powerful, like with any kind of agency over his life Mm -hmm. whatsoever. He clearly feels later. He kind of has his weird hallucination. He clearly feels a lot of guilt about his son missing and probably being dead. Who never shows up, by the way, in case you were wondering this whole time when the real Adrian. Nope. He's gone. Yeah, it's not important. He's yeah, it's so he takes his son, his son home, says, "All right, guys, here's your new coworker, my son, who has been missing. He is back. Treat him well." He he tries to shave Alexia's head. She stops him when the scar starts to feel kind of uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and he says, "What what happened?" She doesn't say anything. Grabs his hand, and so he just puts a hat on her. Mm-hmm. It says, and now you're looking decent. Yeah, you look you look fine. One of the, the she doesn't. She looks fucking bad. Yeah, she looks. She is getting sick and sicker and sicker. The the coworkers, these other firemen, kind of start saying a little bit of shit. Mm-hmm. 
And I I thought Vincent was just going to come in there and like whoop somebody's ass. Instead, Instead he, has a, he has a fantastic speech. Yeah, he about comes it. in and he says, Fire, "Firefighter Legrand is my son, and who am I to you? I'm God. So who does that make him? Not only my son, but Jesus." I thought was fucking fantastic. Then, I laughed really hard because these guys were like, like, like being pretty uh, unkind in their, yeah. you know, their their shit talking. And uh, was it Ryan or whatever was saying like, "Hey, just be nice. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt." And then after this speech, one of them just says, "Oh, geez, I didn't know that uh, Jesus was mute and gay." Yeah, <laughs> just okay. <laughs> so this we we see he is injecting steroids into his butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, steroids for those of you who've seen this movie, steroids definitely do not work the way that they do in this film. No, not at all. They they so so quick 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 PSA for you all. The, what steroids mostly allow you to do is recover from exercise faster. Mostly, that's what they do. So you can get more exercise done. You get more out of exercise because you're able to do it. Your body recovers faster, meaning you grow muscle faster. You grow a bit muscle bigger. You can exercise in a way that is like physically impossible. Or extremely difficult without steroids. Um, this does, however, mean that, like, you know, you can work out too hard. It can be harder on your tendons, uh, your connective tissues that don't regenerate the same rate as your muscles. And people who do steroids nowadays, they cycle through things so you don't have a lot of the same issues you used to. It's not as hard on the body, but the amount of work you put your body through is difficult. One of the things that is represented in the movie is that it seems pretty hard on his heart. Mm-hmm. Which, in fact, it can be. Also, because he's just, like, taking double doses sometimes. So in the film, he injects these steroids into his butt, and he just immediately starts, like, grunting and groaning. We see him run off and try to do pull-ups and be frustrated. And it, it seems as though these this steroid injections are his effort to get some of that power back. He well, feels to remain fit. Powerless. As he, he's a fire captain. Yeah. Being a firefighter is an extremely physically demanding job. Sure. And he's trying to keep up. And I think some of that is that, like, he doesn't want to lose this. Being a fire captain being in charge of these men's lives, saving other people's lives, going into dangerous situations. This is what he has. Yeah. He doesn't have his wife because they clearly separated after their son disappeared. He doesn't have his son because his son disappeared. So this is what he has left. And so he is doing something dangerous to maintain it. Yeah. To keep and see, up. And see, for me, I, th- I think I, I think that also it ties into his body being something that is failing him. Mm-hmm. And he wants to remain strong despite the fact that he's in like his 50s, yeah, 60s, something absolutely. like that. That's... So I, I I put sad steroid fire dad is such an odd dude because at some point they're having dinner. Adrian starts to or a- Adrian, right? Alexia. Yeah, I want you to know. We're that- going to use this interchangeably because I'm going to forget. Yeah. If we ever say Adrian, it's usually with um, air quotes. Mm-hmm. Tries to leave. And Vincent says, you don't have to leave. Everything's okay. Oh, yeah, because he, he starts, he notices something wrong physically and, like, says, hey, can I take a look? Oh, yeah, there, there's been circumstances where he's like, you're not going to sleep in your clothes, undress, all these weird, like, boundary-pushing mm-hmm. things that made me, uh, I was so worried this was going to go to an incest place. Yeah. And it, it it never does, by the way. Listeners, it never does. Yeah. It it's it's He's just super concerned about his son, and he wants to be close to him. He absolutely gets really weird about boundaries, but not in a sexual way, just in a very, very interpersonal close way. Yeah. He's always holding tight, hugging, you know. Um, Trying to make up for lost time. Yeah, because is... he desperately wants his son, who he's just gotten back, to not leave. Yeah. 
Um, what happens at dinner is um, yeah. that Alexia's breasts have begun leaking. That happens sometimes right. with uh, pregnant people is you will... Uh, further along stages you will leak breast milk sure however with her it seems to be motor oil, oil yeah. or something washing fluid fuck it i don't know some some car related stuff is leaking from from her breasts and he spots it and says hey what's that and she tries to go leave then she's like all right cut and run gotta leave and he says no no, no it's fine and he puts on a record and it's it's what's that some zombies song mm-hmm. and he starts dancing he's got his hands up and he's just like Very- no Everything's fine. It's great. It's great. We're dancing. And so she comes back in. They start like dancing together. Then he starts like slap boxing. Yeah. Like, like trying they're to wrestling. rough house. Yeah. They're rough housing. Is... Making up for, you know, compressed, making up for lost time. Suddenly midway through this, Alexia just instinctively. She draws her weapon. Grabs the hair, the hair stick out and tries to stab him. And Vincent is like, oh, you're trying to get me, huh? Oh, trying to get your old man. <laughs> Fight like a man. Come yeah. on. But he does hand her the keys. Yeah. And so she lets herself out of the house and she's just like, I, all right, this is enough. I got to leave. This was this was too much. I stayed too long. And she goes to a bus station to presumably leave and go to another state or whatever. Province? Province. France's provinces. Sure. Anyway. Um, French listeners tell us. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else, though. Any pronunciations? We don't care. Oh, um, I care. I just can't fix it. <laughs> She, so she gets on this bus to to leave, and there is um, a woman on the bus and some rowdy dudes talking. What in Amar- American parlance has become known as locker room talk, <laughs> just being extremely crass and talking about fucking women and like in the worst possible, disgusting, horrible, the most yeah. disgusting, unsexy manner possible. Unsa- really, really not safe feeling kind of yeah. talk. And this woman keeps trying to make eye contact with. Alexia, I think this woman can feel like maybe this is a person who can help me. Yeah. Because these dudes start saying, hey, girl, hey, slut, do you, do you hear me? Uh, and like starting to harass her. Look at me so I can fuck you. Yeah. Which, yikes. My note, by the way, for yeah? this section is weird bus fabric is universal. So true. Yeah. So true. Who designs this stuff? The same. And- they it when When arcades and bowling alleys and roller rinks became less popular the people that made those carpets had to find a new way to sell their fabric patterns and so they moved on to bus lines now is that something i could get break into as a designer i think so great yeah have you you know what i think what you might need to do first Mm -hmm. is to buy a few synthesizers get really into math and do a lot of hallucinogens I think I can do one of those. Okay. Ooh, okay. Guess which? I think I think you can you can, you can shortcut this okay. by doing hallucinogens and surrounding yourself in a bed of your old trapper keepers and Lisa Frank folders. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Great. Moving on. All right. What was I saying about Alexia? Yeah, and she's not getting this harassment as because she doesn't read to them as female so she is like exempt from this treatment and then she leaves this woman to it she gets off the bus and doesn't say anything and just she goes back to the firehouse to find that vincent has taken the needle out of the trash and given himself another dose of his steroids again not folks, how it works not how that works fine why don't you have a sharps box dude you work in in like healthcare. then he has Whatever. like 
like a like a like a not a heart attack, but some sort of heart. He's a issue. arrhythmia, I think. Is, yeah, yeah. But he's he's collapsed in the bathroom. He's not doing well. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's still breathing, but he is not okay. He something has happened, and he's in dire straits. And she goes in to go find him, and like she slaps his face and is trying to wake him up, and she calls him dad. First, she holds the hair stick, like she's going to kill him. Yeah. And then she just, you see her, okay, I'm, and then she's just like, fuck it. She like, like, exasperatedly goes, grabs the hair clippers, and you see from off frame, you see Vincent's uncon, you know, half-conscious face while this hair is just falling behind him mm-hmm. as she finishes shaving her head. And then she like crouches, you know, the crouches down, pulls him over onto her lap. Then she starts saying, you know, Papa, are you okay? It was kind of cute. First thing she said to him. Yeah. And he's clearly like just barely regaining consciousness. Then she starts like integrating herself herself more into the job. They get they get done uh, called into for uh, somebody's mother concerned about her son. Mm-hmm. It seems to have OD'd and then the mother uh, passes out and Alexia has to perform CPR and does successfully. First yeah. try. Yeah. My note was terrible Macarena, by the way. Yeah, it really was. Because he says, we'll sing it together. But his singing of the Macarena is... The Macarena. The Casa Buena. The Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Breathe into her mouth or she will die. This is also intercut with Alexia in bed. Like, there's some scenes of her, like... In private, you know, bathing or whatever. And she, her body is not doing well with this fucking pregnancy. She has stretch marks. Normal. Fine. But she also has like on one side of her belly is just like an open wound she keeps scratching. Scratching at. And I've said it before and I will say it again. Base level treatment for any skin irritant is stop scratching. (laughs) Uh, But she is doing very poorly. When you scratch, you, you cause more inflammation. Yeah. Which Not, causes it to itch more. Yeah, it's 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 bad. She's also covered in little cuts from this wrap, this horrible knot for this wrap that she keeps mm-hmm. wrapping her body up with. Honestly, the most the most unrealistic element of this entire film is the fact that this binding works. Yeah, her breasts I can almost understand, but this belly is good. It's pregnancy belly. She's several months along. Yeah, and then there is the scene of them doing a drill, a live uh, fire drill. Dur- yes, one thing, one thing though. On this on this call for this woman. And the son, this other fireman is like, that's my job. Mm. When, when, you know, Vincent is like, hey, Adrian, perform CPR. This other guy, Ryan, is like, that's my job. And Vincent's like, go, go, fuck off. Go, Could go, you go call, call for backup. backup. Yeah. Anyway, go on, please. There's the, um, the live fire, like they have clearly a training course of yeah, some, some variety. Yeah, simulated that, fire thing. Yeah. And while they're doing this, Vincent is going through it and he, hallucinates uh, in a cabinet seeing a small child size person smoldering yeah uh, just the remains the burnt remains of a child and clearly he's like what he is seeing is uh, what he thinks is his son you know this is what happened to my son and i think in that's him understanding he knows his his son is dead for sure he knows his son is dead and he fucking rejects it and says nope no no my son's right here he has no eyebrows. He doesn't talk, but he did do CPR. And like, there's some pictures that 
Alexia finds of Adrian that are kind of imply some weird gender stuff anyway. Yeah, at one point she's like going through some closets. It may be his wife's old clothes yeah. and she puts on a yellow dress and he finds her and like laughs about it and she thinks that like the jig is up or he is going to be really upset that supposedly his son is wearing a dress or something bad is going to happen and he just opens up a family album and shows Adrian age 10 wearing that exact same yellow dress. Yep. So clearly he like was already accepting like oh sure my my son is going to be weird gendery he always was. Yeah. Which uh, all right, okay. Yeah. So this 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 guy Ryan gets more and more suspicious. He he's in the the ambulance or whatever, looking at this wanted sketch that is Alexia, and like looking back between his phone and Alexia, and says, "So where did you come from, really?" And she just kind of like scoffs. Yeah. And shortly afterward, they're at a fireman dance. There's so many little fireman dance parties. Mom. Uh, that thing I thought that was after that. I thought it was before. I think it's later. Yeah, that's like no, one of the last it's, things. It's before. Oh, okay. So he he tries to confront the chief about this. You know, hey, I think, you know, I want to talk to you about your son. We don't talk about my son. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's the entirety the of the conversation, reaction. full stop. And clearly this has been him saying, we don't talk about my son has come up before, before adrian was found again yeah that we don't talk about my son that was fine before and now but now it's weird dude. and right ryan is like look i know i need to just like you need to i need to tell you about my suspicions i'm not even going to let you bring this topic up yeah this is not no aspect of my son is up for discussion which i mean because like his entire thing here that the only thing he has now has been his job, and now he has his son back. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to let him stop caring about his son. Nothing. He just gives a shit. Yeah. That's all he's going to be allowed to do. He has decided to, and he's going to fucking stick to it. So they're they're uh, so I they're they're off in the the woods suddenly for I guess a forest fire or mm-hmm. something. Vincent is you know like it falls down. Maybe it's it's another one of those arrhythmias or something. Ryan goes, "Okay, are you okay? Do you need anything? What's my name?" What's my name? And then what's her name? Yeah. Pointing at, at you know, Adrian slash Alexia. And Vincent is like, okay. He goes into a trailer, breaks the door down, finds a propane tank. And, said, and you know, Ryan is like, is it safe? Is it, do we need to, do we need to handle this? Do we need to do anything to render this safe? And Vincent just says, hold this. Cut back to Alexia sitting behind the, the wheel of a fire truck. And we see a big explosion. Vincent kind of shakes himself off. We, we see him walks over and we see the gasping corpse of Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's never stated outright in the movie, but pretty clear yeah. that Vincent killed this man or al- put him in a circumstance where he would it, very he easily die. This man. Yeah. And a- Bit of a King Solomon thing, honestly. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Listeners, look it up. <laughs> oh, one, one, one thing. During the, the fireman party, Vincent picks up 
Alexia in a fireman's carry. I just wrote in my note, literal yeah. fireman's carry. That's adorable. But yeah, we, we've seen her throughout all this with her body increasingly getting like disfigured. Yeah, this, this pregnancy is not going well, but of course she can't seek any help and what yeah. help would there be anyway? At one point as she's scratching, her thumb slips into the hole mm-hmm. that she's like scratched into her side. And it's really gross. Yeah. And everything, oil is coming out of all sorts of parts of her. We see her in the shower a bunch. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's I don't want to get, I want to get into how gross it gets because we're almost there. But again, this boy, is, howdy. Uh, this is uh, in these scenes, she is fully nude. Her titties is out. It's in- not Increasingly sexy. getting like pregnancy boob looking. Yeah. It's not sexy. No. Not even a little bit. And her relationship with her body, she's still, like at this point, she's started accepting some affection from Vincent. She started like looking at him like warmly because mm-hmm. he has just been like a, forgive me, fire hose of like love and affection and like attachment to Alexia. And she's finally starting to like sip at the fire hose of love and acceptance a little bit. Sure. But at the same point, she's still battling against her body. Mm-hmm. Her body is trying to like nurture this car baby and yeah. she is chafing against it and scratching and trying desperately to fight it and hold it down and hide it away, doing everything she can to reject it. And it's not working. And the more she does, the uglier, at one point she's and even uglier it gets. Like praying, like, please make it stop. Yeah. Which, woof. So we get a visit from mom. Vincent's ex-wife, who is the mother of Adrian stops by obviously because you know she's been told that her son's been found and she wants to see him and so vince goes mom's here which is very weird and she is controlling her face and reactions vincent's like don't you want to kiss him so she just kind of comes up and gives the most muted generic Mm -hmm. hug i fully expected her to like whisper like i know right no nothing until she walks into the room. Mm-mm. Before no. that, they're at dinner. They're at dinner. Mom just turns, totally ignores Alexia and just like turns to Vincent and says, how can you live like this? Oh, yeah. Next to all of his things in the same house near his room. Can't you, don't you remember him? How can you just be here and just think about all this with him gone? And Vincent's like, he's right here. Can you leave? Can we? Can I talk to your mother alone? <laughs> and that's when Alexia goes back to the room. And unbinds because obviously she's... It hurts. Yeah. It hurts really bad and she has to deal with this and try to clean it up and find some way to reduce the pain or something. And then mom comes back in the room. Before, no, before that was when it started getting really horrific though. Yeah? Because that was when she started lactating the oil. Oh, yeah. Ugh, rough. So it starts just... Started, she looks at it it's like dripping out of her breasts and she squeezes, mm-hmm. and it just starts. Trying like, to express it, yes. if you will, and it just oozes. Comes it's, out. Yeah. It's coming out of her vagina. It's coming out of her wounds, and she is just like lays on her back, like writhing in like the horror of her body, like betraying her, holding this thing that she doesn't want. She starts. She's like beating at her belly, mm-hmm. like like. Like this needs, I, I, I don't want this. Even as the rest of her life is finally having an element that she is accepting a little bit, 
this. This is this thing which is just taking her over that she can't stop in these horrific, alien, inhuman ways. And then she seems to have cleaned up at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then mom walks in. And uh, her being, you know, clearly a pregnant person. Yeah. Clearly not her son that she knows. And she quietly cl- closes the door behind her so they can have a quick private moment to discuss this. For a second, it looked as if she was going to dart back out the door and like grab Vincent and make him confront this yeah. specific thing. But she doesn't. She kind of confronts Alexia and it's not a uh, a friendly conversation. No, but she just says, take care of him. Yeah. Ultimately, what she comes to is like, I don't know who you are or what you are doing. The only thing I need you to do is take care of him. Yeah. He And she's just like, I, there's nothing I can do to remove his delusion. And clearly he is happier this way anyway. And this person obviously needs to be taken care of. So don't hurt him. Take care of him. Is like what the best this woman could figure out to do. Yeah. Alexia goes to take a shower. Mm-hmm. More oil, more body, more slamming the fists into herself. Like, please stop this. Vincent walks into the bathroom because he just he knocks, like, knocks twice and walks in. Very poor boundaries with this this guy. They're talking. Vincent says, "You know, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't care who you are, right? You're my son. I yeah, love you're my you. son. Whoever you are, you're my son." The towel falls down. Her breasts out because she's been covering herself up and hiding to the best degree she can. He just like leans down, lifts up the towel. Covers her up and leaves. Yeah. Oh, at some point before this, she's helped him inject steroids. Yeah. Which he w- she was kind of uncomfortable with, but whatever. And I think she says, like, are you sick? Yeah. And, and he's like, no, I'm weak. No, I'm old. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's it. His response, yeah. 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 Which yeah. is. She, she binds again and goes to another fireman rave. Mm-hmm. I got, oh, I got so excited about this, though. I wrote. So the, the. The last note I wrote here was the oil. The oil. And then I wrote Fireman Rave. Yeah, I underlined it a bunch. Wow. It was so exciting. It was like really like hardcore, like, you know, this fucking techno blasting. They're like firemen moshing. Uh-huh. All these guys are shirtless and so built. So ripped. Oh man. Anyway, uh, Alexia gets Are you sure you don't want to take a little I'm okay. Moment? I'm okay. 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 Alexia gets weird and uncomfortable for a second i think she imagines seeing ryan Mm -hmm. and then falls down yeah so what happens these firemen just decide oh the 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 the, the captain's son let's just send him on top of a fire truck and demand he dance normal behavior totally normal straight man behavior so what is what does she do she does her showgirl routine that she was doing at the car show but did you notice Hmm. the music that was playing Oh, yeah, it was the song that was playing when she got into her car crash yep. all those years ago. The firemen get uncomfortable. They don't know how to react to this. If it was one of them up there, shirtless, dancing sexy like this, they probably would have been like, yeah, man, go off. I want to know what they but, expected. Right. Playing this, like, sultry song. If it was, if they were playing some, like, techno thing and this was the response, that would be different. But they're playing this, like, sexy... S- kind of slow tempo. S- yeah. Like, so they get weird. Vincent walks in, looks up, and goes, nope. 
Bye. Just walks out. I'm not dealing with that. We don't have time to unpack all of that and leaves. The party ends. And what does she do? She fucks a truck. She fire fucks truck. that truck. Fuck. Hey, that hey, truck. Sophia. Yeah. Hey, Sophia. Uh huh. What's a word that starts with F and ends with U C K? I was going to make this. I was going to say that exact <laughs> setup. <sighs> Fuck that fire truck. Yeah, she does. She, she does. Sure does. And doesn't seem particularly thrilled about it. No, it seems a little bit perforce, you know, just a bit perfunctory. But I did write, wow, that fire truck is into pregnant women. That's, that's very true. She's very pregnant at this point. Like, I'm going to. Oh, by the way, she's naked at this point. She she's naked in fire, fucking this fire. Oh, no, she's bound. She's bound when she fucked the fire truck. Bound where? Like bound, like bound. Oh, bound, bound, up. bound. bound. Yeah. I see. Not bound like with the. No, 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 no. Bound up. Yeah. Like she, she was, she was binding at that time. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't seem to be doing so hot though at no. this point. She's really having a hard time. So she unbinds. She's just in the in that room with the fire truck mm-hmm. in the garage. Yeah. Nobody else. So she just un unbinds and starts like pushing. Like she's clearly going into labor. Yeah, she's growing. I guess this was she sex is... induced labor. So they actually sometimes recommend right. Like you fuck near the at that point to try to induce labor. Yeah, I've I've read that somewhere. Uh, muscles contracting, sure. etc. So she, she's she's having a bad time. Mm-hmm. She starts pushing, and what happens? Her belly starts splitting. It's ooh, it's bad in there, cracking, and what? It's metal underneath. I thought it was later. There's a different shot. It looked like clear plastic. Oh, I, I thought it was metal. Yeah, it looks metallic to it, me. I made a note about. Hold on, let me see. Folks, Sophia is taking out her notebook bound in human skin. Mm-hmm. It seems as if she's written these notes in blood. Uh-huh. Is it human? Some She'll of it. never tell. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh, the clear plastic womb like a gashapon. I think it's supposed to be metal. It No, that because... That would make sense. Because the baby. Right. But later on, when there's light coming through it. No, there's not. It's reflecting off it. Well, I thought it looked like clear plastic listeners who's right it's me well let me check wikipedia yeah but that doesn't say what okay what it says is alexia's body gradually breaks down as a skin of her stomach tears to reveal new metal plates i i it really looked like a, like a gashapon to me which i thought would be pretty cool i think you're just gashapilled that's so true so true so she doesn't like this She's not having a good time. She didn't appreciate this. She stumbles nude. Again, not sexy nude. Oh, no, not even a little bit. She is fl- bleeding freely. Oiling. I, well, yeah. Leaking, uh, leaking, leaking fluids. Yeah. Listen. Listeners, it's important that you know that the strongest aroma of weed that I've gotten outside of a high school party just wafted in through my open window. It sure did. And I'm trying to cope with this. But, oh, my God. Is he smoking weed like right outside happening what are jesus christ somebody on the there's somebody on the porch smoking no is someone trying to like hot box us in in your dining room like what the fuck listeners i've never smoked weed in my life that's not a joke (laughs) there's no marijuana in my house this is wafting in through the window what the fuck what's happening no comment are the cats well are the cats lighting up that's bad for you guys anyway uh who knows if that stays in (laughs) she's wandering nude goes outside there's nobody here Weirdly, nobody here at this fire station where she is. She wanders over to her new house. 
It's like early, early morning. Yeah. Vincent has been lying in bed, casually sets himself on fire. Yeah. I mean, look, I've done it. A little bit. It seemed as though he was trying to like self-immolate and then changed his mind. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. So yeah, that that happened. Just want to note that. She wanders in. He says, what are you doing? She, again, is butt-ass naked. Mm-hmm. Looks really uncomfortable. He doesn't really see her because the lights are off in his room because it's his fucking bedroom when he's asleep. It's like five in the fucking morning or something. She shit. just sort of curls up on his belly, mm-hmm. like head on his belly, looking for, for some sort of comfort. Mm-hmm. This is where I got really uncomfortable because she starts like kissing upward. He looked even more uncomfortable than I was. Yeah. And in fact, pushed her off. She like, tries to like doing? kiss him at yeah. some point. Because at this point, before this, this could all be that weird European parent physical affection stuff mm-hmm. that we've been seeing. But she's clearly seductive at some point. And doesn't, I, I think the, the thing that's happening here for her emotionally is that she doesn't know how to express any feeling of any kind of intimacy except for sex. Yep, I think so. This is the only thing that she knows. And she, what she's trying to express to him is that she feels close to him and she needs him, but doesn't know how to yeah. express that in any other way to another human being without sex. Yep. And and she's doing it in the least like overtly sexy way too. Mm-hmm. But he freaks out. He starts to leave and she just says like, help me. Yeah. Please help me. Then he like turns like, does he turn the lights on? Mm-hmm. And he just sees her and, and pulls the blanket off. Yeah, and see, I think this is the f- when he sees the full situation. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, oh, what the fuck? You're having a real bad time." So he just like walks over and like lifts her, rotates her, and like plunks her down. As a fireman, I assume this isn't his first time dealing with a birth. It, yeah, it, an incipient birth. Sometimes these things happen. Yep, births happen, and whoever is nearest and it, listen. A fireman is probably a good person to help you give birth. Yep. Not the best, but fine. And he starts trying to instruct her and like... Push. Push. Keep pushing. So this is, by the way, his son. Yes. Who he just like... Oh, okay. Got it. That's fine. My son is... Paradigm changed. Yeah. She... she, He starts saying, you know, Adrian, and she just says, my name is Alexia. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He just... Okay, Alexia. It instantly doesn't Doesn't matter. There's... A crisis happening, so he's in, like, professional mode, almost. She keeps pushing. These cracks widen. Mm-hmm. The, her scar on her head splits open to reveal the plate. Yeah. Like, the pressure of her pushing has contracted her muscles so much that then, like, these the inorganic parts of her are pushing out, including the plate in her head. He sort of sets the baby to the side. It it's, comes it, out. It comes out and it cries. It's alive. Yeah, it's, 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 it's she doing okay. Successfully given life she, birth. She says, is it okay? I think that's the last thing she yeah. said. And then dies. Yeah. And Vincent is like, you know, he tries to do some CPR. He does mouth to mouth, which, by the way, results in some of the most grotesque saliva strings. <laughs> but again, unsexy. Yeah. Very unsexy. Clearly not like kissing. Clearly like breath of life. She's dead. Yeah. In in her in her last moments, she has not only she not only asked for help, but from somebody for another living thing. Yeah, she has she has she has bought brought this 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 baby she's been fighting with this whole time mm-hmm. that that is clearly fucking killing her. Her her question she's not she's not even saying help me anymore. She's just like, is it okay? Yeah. 
is this this thing this this thing I've been fighting with this whole time? Okay. Yeah. And then she dies. And the last shot is of Vincent holding this newborn infant as it cries because yeah. infants do that, saying, shh, 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 I'm here, I'm here. And I, I want to know what, what your plan is, dude. I mean, by the way, we see this baby from from the back and it's got like part of its spine is like metal and like visible. Mm-hmm. Like this is a car baby. Yeah. It's clearly a hybrid. And then it ends with the title screen. Yep. Uh, what what did it think it was? Titan? Oh, yeah. T- t- I'm not going to try again. Titan. Titan. Because it's titanium. Sure. Yeah, that that's what the title means, yeah. right? It's titanium. <sighs> so there's um, a lot happening there. Yeah. And the themes are pretty clear. We've been talking about them, right? This is This is her violently rejecting relationships with other people and only interacting with people neutrally or violently Mm -hmm. anyway the whole movie she's rejecting people interacting with them violently and then is forced into this loving relationship she can't leave Mm -hmm. accepts it finally is able to fully embrace it to die Mm -hmm. question number one okay well we know you didn't like it that's fine yeah i i did i liked it a lot i thought it was gross in very subtle ways, I thought it undermined and outlined loving relationships in a really interesting way. Because I was uncomfortable with virtually every relationship in this film. And I don't know, it was it was interesting to see characters find their relationships to one another and find the importance in those things. And I guess it's hard to see whether or not, I mean, I don't know that this was about Alexia being redeemable or not. But it was interesting to see her grow. Yeah. Like And also gross grow. Grow, gross, 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 gross body horror. Very subtle. subtle it, it was, gross body it's kind horror. of interesting that the less organic she became, the more human she became mm. in a lot of mm-hmm, ways. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Is this a monster fucker film? A car isn't a monster. How about her? Mm, maybe. Is the car a monster fucker? She fucks... Okay, first, most cars are not sentient beings. Something was up with that car. It fucked her. That car fucked her. For sure. That That's not a normal thing to happen. I guess. She was impregnated by something that was not human and grew a baby that killed her. Yeah. As her body itself changed. That That seems pretty clearly in line with these themes. Also, she herself became, you know, had, had to exit society. True. Got put Although, into- was she ever really part of... There you society. go. Yeah, was she? She yeah. was living on the margins already. Yeah. Murdering she was people. Murdering people and making her money as like a go-go dancer occasionally. Clearly unable to maintain a reasonable relationship with another human being. Mm-hmm. Given that she was into cars, the thing that almost killed her. Yeah. And they became part of her. Or, you know, metal became part of her. She became interested in that and not in the same way that... Oh, man. Uh, two, two dinner guests, the metal fetishist from Tetsuo Iron Man and uh-huh. Alexia, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Plenty to talk about. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I think that it actually fits within the themes of monster fucking and ostracization and non-traditional bonds and redeemability that I think I think it, this movie fits more into monster fucker canon and discussion and philosoph- philosophical underpinnings than Transformer sex. 
I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) Then, honestly, Earth Girls are easy or... Yeah. You know, I'm not going to bring up Scream because that's disrespectful to Lily who can't be here to defend the movie. Uh, I think I've made it pretty good anyway. But... Yeah, I think it, I think this fits into these themes pretty well. Yeah. Something that I think worth mentioning is that she left her child in a loving place. Now, Absolutely. Now, how Vincent is going to be able to keep this baby? Babies uh, are surrendered to firemen all the time. so true. That's a literally a thing. I mean, here you can do it for sure. I'm sure in France that that's probably, they have to have like safe places you can drop your baby off. Yeah. Whether or not he can keep it or if a baby would be determined to go into whatever. I feel like he can pull enough strings at this point. Yeah. I mean, clearly the man's got some a weird amount of pull. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, as long as you can figure out something to do with the body and then have a baby. And like, clearly he has a lot of love to give. He has a lot of... he. This wa- woman showed up and gave birth at the fire station. He wants to be... I think a, that's, that's plausible. Yeah. He wants to be a father yeah. so badly. And I think, you know, what they had in the end is what they both really wanted was she had a father who was taking care of her, who cared about her, someone to love her, and she died doing that. And he had a child that he could take care of. And I, I just, I just like that. That was good. And clearly nobody's going to bully this child. This weird little car child. I bet they have built in brass knuckles. <laughs> yep. That's tight. Tight. Titan. Titan. The grand Titans. Yeah. The grand Titans. Yeah. Yep. That's the, that's it. Cool. Great. We did it. We did. Uh, listeners, I really want to know. I I think we discussed this philosophically and uh, thematically. I really, really, really. I know that we joke about like you don't have to watch the things that we talk about, and you genuinely don't. But I really want to know what you think about this movie. <laughs> However, you're gonna have to email us at monsterfwb at gmail dot com, or you can contact us at Instagram and Twitter at at monsterfwb or on TikTok at monster underscore fwb and we would love for you to interact with us we will definitely talk to you there however that's only public or an email you absolutely cannot dm us unless you are the cast of farscape doug jones claudia christian brock lesnar if you pay us 50 dollars per dm and that includes if you're planning on paying us six hundred thousand dollars each in 12 installments to lou bressel when did it become each anyway? Well, because originally, remember, it was going to be six hundred thousand, but if we if we recorded it, it would be double. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, got it. Great, great, great. Uh, anyway, condom with a K. Wentworth Miller or Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Also, we would love to have an IMDb entry. I know we haven't done any films, but we want to do it anyway. Or a Wikipedia, or really, honestly, Virginia Hay, if you want to write any of our bios. You can make shit up about it. Absolutely. It's fine. 100%. I just really love your cadence and your it's, way of you're, you're talking. You're incredible. Your vocabulary is great. The way that you just present uh, a person in you know their best light. Love that. Yeah. Sophia, do you have any recommendations now that we're out of order? Um. Quickly, 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 quickly. Uh, the TV show Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Cool. Is Don't tell me anything about good. it. I'm going to watch it with my boyfriend. Great. It's very, very good. Nice. And uh, then you have to come discuss it with me also. I will. I promise. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Me, Brad, I would like to recommend 
that you subscribe to and rate our podcast on various oh, podcast boo. platforms because I am out of ideas. However, as out of ideas as I am, I have been Brad. I have been Sophie. And this has been Mon- Monster Fucker Starbucks. Sorry, this has been Monster Friends. <laughs> With benefits. Goodbye from hell. Thank you for watching.